0: lesson about the author, Elphins Dodd, 1840-1897, was a French novelist and short story writer. The last lesson is set in the days of Franco-Prussian War, 1870-1871, in which France was defeated by Prussia, led by Bismarck. Prussia then consisted of what now are the nations of Germany Poland and parts of Austria in this story the French districts of Alsace and Lauren have passed into Prussian hands read the story to find out what effects this had on life at school notice this expression in the text in meaning from the context in deed of counted on thumb at the ages in unison a great bustle reproach ourselves with i started for school very late that morning and was in great dread of scolding special because mr hamel had said that he would question us on participles and I did not know the first word about them. For a moment, I thought of running away and spending the day out of doors. It was so warm, so bright. The birds were chirping at the edge of the woods, and in open back of the swamp mill, the Prussian soldiers were drilling. It was all much more tempting than the rule for participles, but I had the strength to resist and hurried off to school. When I passed the town hall, there was a crowd in front of the bulletin board. For the last two years, all our bad news had come from there, the lost battles, the draft, the orders of the commanding officers, and I thought to myself without stopping, what can be matter now? Then, as I hurried, by as fast as I could go, the blacksmiths watched her who was there With his apprentice, reading the bulletin, called after me. "Don't go so fast, Bob. you will get to your school in plenty of time. I thought he was making fun of me and reached Mr. Hamel Little Garden all out of breath. Usually, when school began, there was a great bustle which could be heard out in the street. The opening and closing of decks, lessons repeated in unison, very loud, with our hands over our ears to understand better, and the teacher grade ruler rapping on the table. But now it was also still. I had counted on the commotion to get to my decks without being seen but of course that day everything had to be quiet as sunday morning though the window i saw my classmates already in their places and mr hamel walking up and down with his terrible iron ruler under his arm i had to open the door and go in before every day you can imagine how i blushed and how frightened I was. But nothing happened. Mr. Hamel saw me and said very kindly, Go to your place quickly, little French. We were beginning without you. I jumped over the bench and sat down at my desk. Not till then, when I had got a little over my fright did i see that our teacher had on his beautiful green coat has frill his frill shirt and the little black silk cap all embroidered that he never wore except on inspection and price days besides the whole school seems so strange and solemn But the thing that surprised me most was to see on the black back benches that were always empty, the village, people sitting quietly like ourselves, old Hoser, with his three-corner head, the former mayor, the former postmaster, and several others. Besides, everybody looks sad, and Hoser had brought an old Primer thumb at the edges and he held it open on his knees with his great spectacles lying across the pages. While I was wondering about it all, Mr Hamel mounted his chair and in the same grave and gentle tone which he had used to me said My children, this is the last lesson I shall give you. The order has come from Berlin to teach only German in the school of Alsace and Lorraine. The new master comes tomorrow. This is your last French lesson. I want you to be very attentive." What a thunderclap these words were to me. Oh, the riches, that was what they had put up at the town hall, my last les—my friend's lesson, why I hardly knew how to write. I should never learn anymore. I must stop there, then, oh, how sorry I was for not learning my lessons, for seeking Birds, eggs, or wings sliding on the shore. My books, that had seemed such a nuisance a while ago, so heavy to carry. My grammars and my history of the saints were old friends now that I could not give up. And Mr. Hamel, too. The idea that he was going away, that I should never see him again, made me forget all about his ruler and how cranky he was. Poor man, it was in honor of this last lesson that he had put on his fine Sunday clothes, and now I understood why the old men of the village were sitting there in the back of the room. It was because they were sorry too that they had not gone to school more. It was their way of thanking our master for his forty years of faithful service and of showing their respect for the country that was theirs no more. While I was thinking of all this, I heard my name call. It was my turn to recite. What would I not have given? to be able to say that dreadful rule for the participle ultra very loud and clear and without one mistake but i got mixed up on the first word and stood there holding on to my decks my heart beating and not daring to look up i heard mr hamel say to me i would not scold you little french you must feel bad enough see how it is every day we have said to ourselves bah i have plenty of times i will learn it tomorrow and now you see where we have come out ah that's the great troubles with Alsace. she puts off learning till tomorrow now those fellows are there will have the right to say to you how is it you pretend to be Frenchman, and yet you can neither speak nor write your own language. But you are not the worst, poor little French. We have all a great deal to reproach ourselves with. Your parents were not anxious enough to have you learn, they prefer to put you to work on a farm or at the mills so as to have a little more money. And I I have been to blame also. Have I not often sent you to water my flowers instead of learning your lesson? And when I wanted to go fishing, did I not just give you a holiday? Then from one thing to another, Mr. Hamel went on to talk of the French language, saying that it was the most beautiful language in the world the clearest the most logical that we must guard it among us and never forget it because when a people are in sleep as long as they hold fast to their language it is as if they had the key to their presence Then he opened a grammar and read us our lesson. I was amazed to see how well I understood it. All he said seemed so easy, so easy. I think too that I had never listened so carefully and that he had never explained everything with so much patience. It seemed almost as if the poor man wanted to give us all he knew before going away, and to put it all into our heads at one stroke. After the grammar, we had a lesson in writing. That too, Mr. Hamel, had new copies for us, written in a beautiful round hand, French ulcers, French ulcers. They look l- like little flags. Floating everywhere in the schoolroom hung from the rod at the top of our decks. You ought to have seen how everyone set to work and how quiet it was. The only sound was scratching of the pens over the paper. Once some beetles flew in, but nobody paid any attention to them. Not even the littles ones who work right on tracing their fish hooks as if that was French too. On the roof the peasants could very low and I thought to myself will they make them sing in German even the peasants. Whenever I look up from My writing, I saw Mr. Hamels sitting motionless in his chairs and gazing first at one thing then at another as if he wanted to fix in his mind just how everything looked in that little schoolroom. Fancy for 40 years he had been there in the same place with his garden outside the windows and his class in front of him. Just like that, only the decks and benches have been once more. The walnut trees in the garden were taller, and the hop vine that he had planted himself twin about the windows to the roof. How it must have broken his heart to leave it all, poor man, to hear his sister moving about about in the room above, picking their trunks for they must leave the country next day but he had the courage to hear every lesson to the very verse. After the writing we had a lesson in history and then the babies chanted their bo, bo down there at the back of the room, old Husser had put on his spectacles and holding his primer in both hands spelled the letters with them you could see that he too was crying his voice trembled with emotion and it was so funny to hear him that we all wanted to laugh and cry uh, how well I remember it the last lesson all at once the church clock struck 12 Then the Angelus. At the same moment, the trumpets of the Prussians returning from drill sounded under our windows. Mr. Hamill stood up very pale in his chair. I never saw him look so tall. My friend said, He, I, I, but something choked him. Um, he could not go on then he turned to the blackboard, took a piece of chalk and bearing on which all his might he wrote as large as he could be love french then he stopped and leaned his head against the wall and without a word he made a gesture to us with his hand school is dismissed you may go